Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Welcome to this week's edition of Outdoors at Outdoors Dan, brought to you in part by Cafe Diem, a classic American coffee house located in Ames and Ankeny. Thanks to Bill and all the gang. Have you been out there? If you haven't, you're missing it. Not only do you have seven great roasted beans of coffee to choose from, but they got breakfast going on, pancakes and omelets and waffles and all that other fun stuff. Get out there and have a great American coffee. And also some of the best breakfast you'll ever have in a nice little restaurant over there uh, right across from DMAC and Ankeny and uh, downtown Ames location. They are the official coffee of the Outdoors Dan radio shows. And uh, once you get in there, you'll see why because they do such a great job. Please tell Bill and Dixie and everybody that we sent you. I know they'll appreciate that. Hey, we've got a fun show for you today. We're going to be talking uh, with Andrew Harris from Lethal Products. And then uh, in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking Alaska fishing with Ron. He, he just got back from Alaska catching some big fish. And in between there, we'll take your calls at 244-1350, 244-1350. And uh, we'll go from there. we got a lot of stuff to tell you about here on the show. We're streaming live on Facebook right now. If you go to Dan Young, uh, we got the uh, the phantom chair is up staring at you right now, the, the phantom broadcaster. If you see... Someone other than myself walk in there and sit down. Uh, let us know because uh, we're, you know we're we're trying to make sure that the Phantom Broadcaster gets seen sometime somewhere. Let's go to the phones and uh, we're going to go down towards uh, the great the great South. I don't, are you in Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana? Where are you at today, Andrew? I'm in Georgia this week. Are you in Georgia? Yeah, I'm back home. You know, we got we got the southern thing going. Uh, last week we had uh, David from uh, from Broadforce Targets on, and you know, we I had to I had to translate that dialect for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Mine may be worse. <laughs> no, nah, you're fine. I'm just teasing you. How you been? Been doing good, man. How about yourself? Uh, I'm just uh, getting stuff done, waiting for. Uh, fall to get here, and uh, I'm going to be heading to Colorado here in a few weeks. I can't wait and. Finally get uh, get to get a chance to get some elk hunting done and spray down with lethal and hopefully I'll get them close. I like that spray down with lethal part. I know you do. I know you do. You know I, I've been using that stuff now for going on three years and uh, I love it. I, I it's one of the very few scent sprays that actually you do things a couple things differently. First off, I don't know of any of them that have a money back guarantee like you guys do. That's right. Um, the second thing is, uh, uh, 
is the activator. Uh, that little activator bottle that comes with the, the either the field or the dirt spray. Good morning, Jeff Klupatch down there in Florida. Like to see you. Um, that little activator bottle, Andy, you shake that up and you, well, you open up your regular spray bottle and you dump that in there and you shake it up, agitate it, and then uh, you're ready to go. That that keeps that, that bottle fresh for up to three months. And That's great. I mean, that, is, that in itself is worth every penny because I, I don't know how many times over the years, you know, let's face it, a lot of the scent suppressants and stuff like that are just baking soda and water. There, there's really not much more to them. You guys are a little more in depth than that, but you guys keep it fresh. And I really think that makes a difference because I've had animals come in, uh, downwind of me. Now folks, I've, I have been winded. I mean, I don't think there's anything you can do unless you're inside a hazmat suit to conceal a hundred percent of your scent. And, and, uh, you get Michael and Andy and everybody at lethal is pretty upfront about that. But I mean, Andrew, I know you can tell the difference. It's not that the deer you're, you know, it's the deer that you're not seeing winning you when you're not using that kind of stuff. I mean, my encounters went way up and the first time I took your stuff out in the field, I was in Colorado, uh, three years ago and I had a cow elk, uh, and I wasn't using any ozone or anything else. I was just in the stand. She came straight downwind for me and she came right underneath my stand and I didn't even hear her. Now I just looked down and there was an elk head right below my feet. And I'm going, <laughs> that is pretty impressive. I, cause I mean, you know, elk have got a tremendous nose and the thermals, right. the thermals, she should have smelled me, but she sure didn't. And that dirt, that field dirt spray, man, that, that worked like a charm. Yes, we love it. We, especially here in, in the South, we use a lot of that dirt. We sell a lot of that dirt spray. Well, it's a, it's concealing your scent, and then it's also giving you a cover scent at the same time, which is nice. That's correct. Yeah. And, you know, and I always tell everybody that it's part of a system. You know, and I know a lot of folks are running ozone generators, and I, I do believe ozone generators do work, but they're not 100%. I mean, you get, one, right. you get thermals and wind swirls and everything, but if you use it in combination with, like, lethal products, you know, I, I still wash my clothes. Um, I, uh, I still use the laundry detergent and then I use the dryer sheets and then I put them in a, a scent free containment bag. So I don't have to worry anything about getting in there or ruining my clothes or, or contaminating my, my clean clothes. And then once I get to where I'm hunting, I'll take them out of the bag and then I'll spray them down with the, the lethal field spray or the dirt spray. And then when I early season, especially I always carry those field wipes with me in my pack. And then once I get to the stand, I'll wipe my forehead, my neck, my arms, wherever I've got perspiration. And that helps get all that bacteria off of me there just to help me stay clean and scent free. And, and then, then I'll, if, then if I'm, if I have an ozone generator, um, if I have my ozonics with me, I'll, I'll fire that up. But that whole system really helps me stop from getting winded as much as if I wasn't doing any of it. That's right. People don't understand how important it. A lot of people, you and I do, but a lot of people don't understand just how important that uh, scent control is when you're out there hunting those big deer. You know, a lot of people they don't they take that kind of lightly, but and they wonder why they've never killed these big bucks. And well, I tell them, I said, you're just not doing, you're not using the correct. You need every advantage you can get against that big buck. He didn't get big because he was dumb. I can assure you. Now, well, and it's just not that. I mean, how many of us out there that have been hunting have had those does walk in? 
And right. the next thing you know, they start that old head bob thing, and then they That's got right. the foot stomp going, and then the next thing exactly. you know, you hear, <laughs> you know, it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's exactly right, brother. Yeah, I'm telling you. It is, it is that ha- world's worse for getting it. That old big nanny does the world's worse for getting you. There is, in my humble opinion, there is nothing more observant in the woods than an adult doe. There's just, right. there, there just isn't. I mean, she has always got that nose up. She's licking her nose, the, you know, that lip, that Bergman lip curl she's doing. She's, she's always making sure that her, her nose is moist so she can smell the best she can. She's always got those ears rotating, you know, trying to see what she can hear. And she's like all, moving. oh, absolutely. And she's always looking up. I mean, that's right. I tell everybody, if you can, if you can get a deer within 15 yards of you, that's a major accomplishment because they right. are so, they, God gave them so many defenses with their, with their hearing and their sense of smell. It's amazing. That's right. Yep. Well, Andy, I guess that's about it, huh? <laughs> you know, you, you need to talk here, Andrew, you know, well, I, 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 I don't ever remember ever having, you had a problem talking before. And yeah, and my, and my biggest thing is I've got, I've got a cold and, oh, my. and I've got a stock up. So I'm like, I'm trying to talk and not say too much. So you can, you're, I'm really in the slang mode right now. You're, you're fine. So how's, uh, but, uh I was going to tell you though, Dan, that, that the, uh, the sin eliminator that we, we make is also, proven to kill over 23 odors and it's the only patented uh system on the market and i don't know if you knew that i don't know if i've ever told you that no i i knew uh, i did I knew. some research and that's and that's some new research that i've come up with as far as the the number of odors it'll kill now see i didn't know that i've been with you guys three years so over 23 odors that's incredible and that's it, right. you know and i kind of knew i knew your stuff was patented and guaranteed i that i knew but i didn't know about the latter but um, right. you know, and you guys, you not, like I said, you make a, a, a variety of different things. I mean, you've got the, the scent sprays, the detergent, you got the body, the uh, shampoo and body wash, you got the deodorant, you got the foot powder and Hey folks, I'm telling you right now, if you're not putting, uh, if you're not using foot powder in your boots, you, you're, you're really hurting yourself by doing that. If you're wearing uh lacrosse or Danner boots or whatever your hunting boot preference is, Take, take that lethal foot powder and put that in there because that helps eliminate your foot odor as well. And I'm, I'm telling you what, since I started using foot powder several years ago, Andy, I mean, it's dramatically helped me with encounters. Yes, and I, I love putting it in. It actually makes your feet feel good when you put it in there. It, uh, I don't know what it is about it, but it just makes your boot feel better when you, when you got it in it. Well, it, it doesn't get as moist and stuff in there. I mean, it, That's correct. you know, absorbs all that, it wicks all that uh, moisture away in the foot odor and you know, uh, those, if you don't, I mean, those things can get a little ripe. And I, I know some people yep. are taking those little, uh, those little scent slammers and throwing them down there. You, you know, that's fine if you want to do that. But if you're, right. you, you should, when you're in the truck, I got a little box I carry with me. And I mean, it's got my field spray. It's got, it's got my foot powder. It's got everything there. And I mean, I mean, that's when I get dressed is when I'm act, actually where I'm actually getting to hunt. That way, I don't, right. you know, I don't spill any coffee on me or anything else while I'm driving to driving to the stand or that. But you know, and right. since and since I've done that done that uh, routine or regimen, like I said, my encounters and my success rate is really really went way up. And that's what I we all, that's what we're all trying to do. That's right. And I will tell you another awesome trick. 
if you're uh, using our original field spray, when you get up in the mornings, um, if you want to really make sure that your clothes are protected all day, you can actually spray that field spray, just saturate your, your hunting clothes, your outer gear with it, or your outer wear, excuse me, and throw it in the dryer right quick. Really? Believe it or not, throw it in your dryer and dry it to your clothes. And when you dry that stuff to your clothes, it gives you a barrier that will stay on your clothes all day long. No, I didn't know that. I wish you. Could. Yeah. I'm going to try that. That's kind of neat. Because usually, like I said, I, I wash everything ahead of time, That's and right. then I'll keep them in my containment bags, and then I'll you know I throw them in the back of the truck, and then once I get to where I'm going, I'll put them on, and then I really douse myself good with the field spray at the truck, and then That's I right. my camera bag, my backpack, my bow. I mean, I spray everything, and That's right. and then like I said, I'm I'm but I'll try that. If the, it, does that work better than just spraying at the truck? I, I like it better. I found that it seems to work a lot better if you spray it and dry it to the clothes. Yeah. Um, and what I generally do is I do that, and then when I get to the woods, I just use the dirt scent on my, from about my knees down to my boots, and uh, my hat. I get it on my hat, which because you know here in South Georgia, when bow season comes in, it's coming in in a couple of weeks now, uh, over a few weeks, and you will sweat to death. I mean, I literally wear my Crocs to the woods. Um, to keep my boots from sweating, my feet from sweating so bad, you know, because it's just like you say, I try to take my clothes with me out there and, and put them on out there. Cause I'm, I go in the woods in, in both season and a shorts and a, and a t-shirt, yeah. basically, and I just slip my clothes on over it. And um, Because you're just so hot here, you're going to sweat to death, you yeah. know, unless you got the vehicle cranking the air on and uh, then try to get to the stand. And by the time you walk to the stand, you'll sweat to death here. Yeah, I get it. You really got to be. You really got to have every uh, ounce of protection you can get and be on your game here when you bow hunt. Yeah. Hey, I need to say hi. Good morning to uh, Jeremy and Je- uh, Jeremy Bauer, Jeff Cass, John Fox, Stephen, Jim uh, Boma. Jim, I hope I said that right. Jeff Johansson, Jess Reeling, Ryan Hauser. How you doing there, Ryan? You old Missouri rascal. Tracy Allen. Good to see you. Uh, Chad Irving, Jimmy Swain up there in. Good old, is Jimmy, are you up in Minnesota or Michigan? I think you're up in Michigan. Jimmy, I, God bless you, buddy. I love you. You're a good guy. And Jay Simpson, those are all everybody checking us out on Facebook Live this morning. So thank you very much. Hey, you know, uh, uh, Andrew, I, I always tell everybody that, you know, when you spray down, um, you know, do your boots, do the bottom of your boots. And, uh, you know, I like Evercom. I'll use Evercom and I'll put a little of that on the, once I spray down, I'll put a little of that on the bottom of my sole. And they're, right. they're not even a sponsor. I'm just telling you what I do. And then when I'm walking right. in, I'll, I'll take that and rub that on little tree limbs and stuff to, you know, just to, you know, it, it eases deer a little bit when they smell that it gives a bedding odor sense. Uh, right. And I, I think that works pretty well, but man, I tell you what, um, one of the other things I do is, uh, when I'm up in the tree and I don't know if you do this or not, but I'll take that field spray with me. I'll have a bottle in my pack and every 25, 30 minutes, I'll just, I spray the tree down when I get in it and then I'll, I'll spray that into the wind column, you know, just in that, you know, that, that, I don't know if how much that helps, but I believe that does help a little bit because it's, it's, it's just masking your odor and stuff. And, but, uh, I, I don't know of any other manufacturer out there that, that, that does what you guys do that, that gives a money back guarantee. And I don't yeah, as far as I know, there's not, not another one in the business that offers that, and there's not another in the business that will guarantee our, our the freshness no. that we will either. 
Yeah, with that, with that, with that, uh, that preservative little bottle of preservative that you throw in there, I don't. That's that sold me as soon as I seen it. That because see, Larry, yeah. Larry McCoy and uh, Philip and those Philip Vanderpool, them guys, they've been using you. Uh, they've been working with you guys for a long time, and they've been telling me and telling me and telling me. And I said, finally, I said, I got to try this stuff. And um, right. I mean, everybody that I know that uh, that I. I talk with about you guys i haven't had really any negative comments we got to get you up in iowa more though andrew i you know i don't know what uh, mark and i've been on mark's butt all year where's the lethal stuff well i sent this in i got that we got to get that stuff up here andy i'm telling you that's right i don't know if you need to just j- jump in your truck and drive it up here but we need to get it, so, drop it off to him. yeah i think we need to do something man because i'm getting tired of yelling at him huh I said, twist his arm a little bit or something. I don't know. No, he said he said he sent everything in, and I'm going. Did you send it in, or did you think you sent it in? And you know, it's like we know when I fill out my stuff, I get my stuff within a week or so. I don't know That's what. Right. Where's the disconnect here? That's right. Yeah. Well, I think the disconnect between me and Mark sometimes might be he sends part of it in, but he don't he don't finish it up. <laughs> We're gonna have to get on that boy. I tell you, I, he he is one of the nicest guys. Uh, Mark Wagner over at Archer Field and Sports. I love that guy to death. He's just a good young man, and uh, he helps me out a lot. So I'll, I'm gonna have to get on him. So I I told him if you don't get it in here, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy a half a truck or whatever, and I'll have my own outdoor stand kiosk somewhere. So <laughs> so we'll get up in his parking lot. Yeah, no, I can't do that. But we'll we'll figure something out. I'm telling you. That's right. Yeah. Hey, 717 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. We're visiting with Andy at uh, Lethal Products. Andy, hang on. i got to take a real quick break. We'll be right back, folks. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Sponsor of the week is JLM Guns. want to thank Mike, everybody out there, doing a great job keeping people up with their second amendment and hunting and uh, shooting enthusiasms. Uh, they're doing a good job. My guest is Andrew Harris hunting with Andy. You can follow him on Facebook. Go look up hunting with Andy. It's always a lot of fun. So, and uh, what now you guys uh, acquired some new companies this year. Let's talk about those real quick. Yeah, I was, on, I, I was actually just sitting here thinking about that. <laughs> so we, we've purchased a, a company that used to be known as a uh, trophy hunting products. So Lethal is not just a scent line anymore. We're also going to be an accessory line. We make uh, several new products, including one of the most popular is the backseat bow sling and the backseat gun sling. Uh, We make an AR weapons bag now and uh, also a bow case, a new bow case. And all of our products actually will hang on the back of your seat or can transfer, the bow case can transfer from the back of the seat onto your ATV, and then the AR bag will actually transfer from the back of your seat into a backpack with a full hydration system on it. Really? Or you can use it as a range bag just to go to the range. Well, that's pretty cool. So and right. when did you guys get that? Uh, I think we finalized everything in February of the, uh, this last year, and uh, we started our marketing campaign about March, April. Huh. Well, I'm going to have to have you and Michael send me a, uh, one of those uh, bow cases or something so I can show everybody, and we'll uh, right. we'll uh, tell everybody about that. I'm excited for you guys. 
So yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a big new addition for uh, for Lethal this year. I I would think, yeah. So whenever um, I got a message from Michael yesterday, he said he's going hunting early. So I'm going to try and have him on the show in September. So we'll get him on there. But he's been staying busy, hadn't he? Yes, we have both been staying real busy trying to get food plots done and feeders and cameras out and you know doing our whole due diligence before season comes in. And uh, I think Michael's trying to run two different places now, so he's really got his work cut out for him. Boy, he's <laughs> he's the, he doesn't like sitting still, does he? No, sir. He's, nah. Me and him, either one. We don't we don't sit still no longer. We have to. No. When do you get? Well, now, when do your when does your hunting season start? Comes in like the second week of September. I think that's uh, the fourteenth. I got it marked on my phone with a uh, reminder for the day before. So, so you got about four weeks. That's right. Yeah, about four weeks left is all. Yeah, I was out filling feeders and uh, can't checking cameras and doing my due diligence yesterday. As a matter of fact. Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy for you that you guys are about two. Two and two and a half weeks uh, ahead of us, so I won't get to start hunting for deer until October first. So uh, that's right. Well, yeah. I think Florida came in. Didn't Florida come in yesterday? South Florida. Uh, well, somebody down there did. I can't keep up with all you guys down there. I uh, Missouri's going to start September fifteenth. I know that. So right, they're they're about the same time as you are. But man, I tell you what, it's just uh, I'm ready. I I'm so I I can't wait till we get down to fifty sixty degree weather. You know, and you know that's going to be awesome. What are you? Yes, it was 101 here yesterday. Oh, it's crazy. My buddy uh, Donovan down there in Kansas, it was 105, and he was down there setting tree stands. You oh know, yeah. You know, it it's was, like it was, you know, yeah, it's just miserable. I'm telling you. Well, so. ticks. You know, you have to. That's another reason I keep that bug and tick spray with me right now because I keep it on me and my kids religiously if I'm in the woods. Because yesterday. uh my little neighbor's little boy was out with his dad and he had about four ticks on him when he got home. Yeah. You got to watch that stuff. I now see I use, I wear a limited clothing from game hide and then yep. whatever I don't have. That's a limited. I spray down with uh, that lethal bug and tick spray. I haven't right. had a tick in six years. So right. yeah, it's in, I don't have chiggers, mosquito bites. It's, it's really nice if you can do that. I'm telling you. Hey, and uh, real quickly, uh, you guys don't uh, don't forget about the, all my fishing buddies out there and my art people that have RVs, campers. You guys make something that's called Cooler Reviver, and I'm telling you what, folks, um, I got Grizzly coolers, and anytime that I use my coolers, I'll take that Cooler Reviver and I'll spray it down, and it cleans up your. Co- it's like you got a brand new cooler when you're done. It smells amazing. And it looks brand new. I mean, it really does a great job. But for all my fishing buddies out there, use it on your live well. That's what I did. I'd spray my live well down after I go fishing. I'd drain it, let it dry, and then I'd spray it down with that cooler reviver. And for uh, all my RV folks, your refrigerator and your freezers and your campers, same thing. That cooler reviver, if you spray that in there, it, it's, it looks and smells brand new. Andrew, it's amazing stuff. Yes, it is. And, and a lot of... You know that's a that's a hard uh, that's a hard product. We do really well. Actually, it's our number two product online right now. Um, it's grown a lot since last year, but it's also safe for your rotomotor coolers, your seals. Yeah. Where people are bad about spraying bleach in those coolers, they just run the seals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our product is safe for that seal, and that's why it was designed really for that rotomotor cooler. And then we found out that it would just work on a plethora. And actually, Jay Paul with uh, Swamp with uh, Swamp People and Living Life, he I mean, I need to get him like a, uh, an IV of it down there because he cleans all those gator boats and uh, all those, uh, you know, he does all that bow fishing now. Mm-hmm. 
he he goes through tons of that stuff, and he said it's it's just the only thing he's ever found that works. He got smell out of his boat and out of his live well. No, I'm telling you, it's night and day difference. I mean, you drain your live well, you and you wipe it down, and you take that cooler reviver and spray it all in there, and spray your plug, and then wipe it down, and it's like a brand new live well. You don't smell anything. It's great, and uh, yes, I, I've never had an issue with it. And now, uh, did you? Now, I don't know, Andy, if I should say this live on the air, and I apologize if I'm not supposed to, but. I got a thing. Didn't you guys have like a big sale going on? Uh, like, didn't you give out a code or something? Yes, we actually have a uh, discount code online. Um, and I apologize. I don't know what it is off the top of my head because I, I don't. <laughs> is it? I know Michael created it and I didn't look at it. <laughs> now, well, how can they find out what that is? They can go to the website, www.lethalproducts.com, or they can go on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter um youtube any of those things and we'll have that code should be on there and they're looking through the product line now it's lethalproducts.com right that's correct and look for the discount code i'm put i'm putting this on the facebook live right now look for the discount yeah because i'll be honest with you i can't remember i thought it was 20 percent off if i remember right now if i'm not i apologize um, but uh, uh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds like, that sounds right. Cause we had discussed that. So that sounds right. Okay. Uh, and it was like lethal 20 or something like that. That's correct. That's correct. Was it like le- I said, if they go on Facebook and look, I think it's in, uh, kind of in bold letters there on Facebook. Uh, there's a, there's a page on there that gives you the code and tells you about the sale. And I think it runs through the end of the month and I apologize. I probably should have knew that. No, you're okay. I mean, I couldn't, I don't remember either. I, I got three hours sleep last night, so I'm like brain dead more than usual right now. Yeah. Well, I got, I got a little one too, so he didn't sleep much last night either. So I'm in the same boat. I didn't get much sleep. Yeah. Well, I tell you, that's, that's the thing. All right, buddy. Well, listen, uh, go to lethalproducts.com. You can always go to my website, outdoorsdan.com. And I've got a link to lethals right there on my, just look for, the radio show sponsor page or the TV show page. And I've got a link on both of them. And, uh, you can always go to Facebook and Michael, uh, Michael and Andy are always doing good tips and stuff like that. So check that out. Andy, thanks for spending half an hour with me this morning. I don't get to talk to you guys enough. Thank you, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, we'll get you on again. And if you guys got something shaking, you know, get a hold of me and we'll get you on right away. Okay. We'll do. Thank you, Dan. Oh, it's my pleasure, buddy. You get feeling better. Okay. Thank you, Andy. Yes, sir. There he goes. Andy Harris hunting with Andy at Lethal Products. He does a great, great job and uh, really super, super nice people. I tell you what. Landon Nordmeyer, Tyler Lester, Samuel Hul- Samuel Huell. Sammy Huell is uh, watching us. Andy Wilson, Brandon Mellencamp, uh, Ray Clark. Thank you so much for checking out the Facebook Live. We appreciate you doing that. 731 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. So the live stream is courtesy of the fine folks at Imperial RV. They're helping us with that. I appreciate Denise and Zach doing that. Andrew's over there, man in the controls. Dave Nitzel's doing okay. I, he's waiting to get a doctor's uh, release, and then he'll be back to uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. I had a couple people ask me about that. Uh, I was at the DNR this week visiting with Dr. Dale Gardner and uh, got bad news. We got uh, uh, we got some deer that's uh, being reported with hemorrhagic disease. Uh, now, this was as of Wednesday, I believe. 
They had 68 mortality reports from five counties. In addition, uh, one of the other DNR officers said he had about 15 more reports that came in the past weekend that he will be turning in. So that would that'd be 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83 deer uh, we've gotten reported that have uh, had mortality from EHD. Um, and they, they're basically saying um, sick deer were reserved this past weekend, but they did not attempt to sample any of them. They already have EHD positive samples in the lab with uh, the stereotype analysis. Um, they're saying the, the, primer, the, the perimeter accounts offer about five of the mortality reports. The vast majority of the outbreak activity is seen in Warren County with the Northeast County or Clark County reporting 13 mortalities. And then 13 more uh, mortalities for EHD have been seen in Lucas County. Um, they're also saying the fa- the remaining five mortality reports uh, came in from Polk. There was one in Polk County, Bondurant area, one in Clark County, south southeast of Osceola, three in Decatur uh, along the Grand River, and uh, also along other uh, July mortality rates. So if you don't know what EHD is, the hemorrhagic disease, it, the deer get it from going to one water source. Um, and basically there's a little fly that's in the mud. It's called a midge, a midge fly. And when they go there, that midge fly bites them and they get infected with the hemorrhagic disease. It's not always fatal. Some deer can survive it. If you see a deer, if you are out in the woods and you take a deer and its hooves are curved, um, that's a good sign that it had EHD. Now, the good thing about that, if a deer does, uh, does survive EHD, um, it passes on that immunity and it's young. So that's a good thing, but, uh, they, it's not always a hundred percent fatal. A lot of it is and uh, any, you know, we don't want to see any of it, but I really didn't think we were going to have that much EHD issues this year with all the rain we had this spring. But, uh, apparently with, uh, with it being as hot as it's been and, uh, we haven't had any rain in a while, unfortunately they're going to those small little ponds or puddles. And, uh, so make sure when you're out there checking your cameras or, you know, if you're out there putting stands, if you got water sources out in your areas that you're hunting, make sure you check them, walk around and make sure, uh, that you don't have any dead deer laying around. And if you do, please report it to the department of natural resources. They want that information so they can keep their, uh, their uh, data up to date. So there you go. All right. 734, Frank Owens, Scott Gray, Brian Waringa. How you doing, Sonia? How you doing, Sonia? Good to see you, Ben Lowe. Thank you so much for checking uh, checking out the Facebook Live. We appreciate you doing that. 734 and some change. Let me take another quick break, and we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. So, you know, the fair is going on, and I know a lot of folks are walking around the fair, and they're sampling stuff, and then, you know, by the time you get back uh, to the truck or the car, you know, you might be hungry, or you might be dinner time, and you just don't want to eat dinner at the fair. Well, Pronto Packs, they got Pronto Packs going on at uh, Biagi's. You don't have to settle for fair food. Nothing wrong with fair food, but... I would rather have, uh, you know, for dinner, I want a nice salad and some homemade pasta, you know, your choices of, you know, pasta noodles, 
You can have your choices of bread. It feeds about four to five people. You know, you know, spaghetti, penne, you know, you can do whatever you want there and uh, have some really nice, healthy salad. I mean, then you can go have some more food on a stick the next day because you feel better about eating something homemade. They're located over there on University Avenue at 221 Tell them you want to take advantage of the Pronto Pack and Biagis will have it ready for you, ready to pick up. You can go home and relax and watch, you know, preseason footballs back on, you know, or go watch your favorite hunting or fishing show, whatever. You know, just enjoy the fine taste of Biagi's and the nice comfort of your home with a Pronto pack. They just wanted me to share that with you. And it's a great, great tip of advice there. Well, I just, just trying to help out. So, you know, I still, I, I got to talk to Joe. That's still, I, in my, in, I don't know if it's my headphones, you know, but it just doesn't sound like me. It's like a little distortion in there. Check one, two, three, check, check. You hear that or do I sound okay? You sound okay to me. Huh. It must be my headphones. Must be in your advanced uh, headphone age. <laughs> try, uh, well, that's better. I, it's got to be my headphones. That's weird. All right, whatever. So I talked to, uh, I was talking to Ron at La Vida Local Winery. And uh, he go, I go, what are you doing? What are you doing? He goes, I just got back. I only got a couple hours sleep. I'm tired. I go, where'd you go? He goes, I went to Alaska. I said, uh, you're, you're tired because you went to Alaska. He goes, you have no idea. I was out there in the boonies fishing and doing all this other stuff. And these fish were so big, it physically wore me out. And I said, well, you need to come on the show at eight o'clock and we'll talk about that. So ready, get ready for some fish stories. Let's see. I'm excited about that now. Are you excited about that? I'm excited. I I, I saw his name when, okay. Well, we all like, we all like our fish stories, right? Okay. Everyone's got them. (laughs) We all have them. Michael Weagle and Sean, good to see you. Thank you so much for checking us out on Facebook Live. Thank you for that. So I got, I went down to the Milo Locker and uh, I saw Angie and Daryl, and I got a whole bunch of uh, Milo free deer processing certificates. So starting here in the next week or two, I'm actually going to give a few out away at Sportsman's today, but uh, here on the show we'll start giving those away on trivia. I'm excited about that, and uh, we got some other new stuff coming out too. Hey, uh, if you're looking for a hunting blind, uh, I just got the new Muddy Infinity 2 blind in, and this is one of those see-through blinds. You know, you can sit in, you can see the front two panels, you can see right through them from the top up, and which is really nice because that really helps keep the light down inside the blind. I, I got a double bull, and I know, I, I swear I had turkey picking me up, moving. They, I was getting silhouetted in that blind because the sun, the sun had moved and I couldn't move because I had turkeys all around me and I had the front two windows just, uh, now I got the 270, so it had the smaller windows and uh, they were still, I had a Tom coming straight in and all I did was reach over and move the camera and I wasn't in the, the window view. It was the, through the see-through mesh and I, that turkey stopped, putted and walked away. I know it saw me move through that mesh. So, if, I mean, those blinds are great, but you really got to watch them. And then, you know, I, if you remember turkey season, I told you I took like a black cover out with me and I, I put it in the back of the blind more to help, help, uh, keep me from getting silhouetted. But, uh, this new infinity blind from muddy, you don't need to worry about that. It's got two blackout panels in the back and that's going to fully protect you from getting seen. So I was pretty happy with that. I, uh, I'm anxious to give that a whirl this fall. That's going to be kind of fun. Oh, let's see. I told you about Nitzel. I got that. 
I think I'm all caught up. How about that? That's crazy. Told you about the EHD stuff going on. Uh, the TV show, don't forget, we are on the Hunt Channel on Monday nights. We air, uh, they do a live stream of our show at 9.30 Central Time. Uh, that's 10.30 Eastern. Uh, you can also watch us on My Outdoors TV. Just go to live TV. You don't have to subscribe to that. And check us out Monday nights, and you can watch for free on My Outdoor TV. And uh, Carbon TV, we're on every Thursday, or you can go and watch us on demand there as well. And don't forget, GameHide.com is starting to put our show uh, Outdoors Traditions TV up on their website now. So you can go there for free and watch the TV show whenever you want. So four good ways to watch the show and we hope you uh, check it out. Uh, the DNR is investigating a fish kill on Little Maquoketa River. Uh, they said they had about a 10 mile stretch of the Little Maquoketa starting north of uh, Upworth and running downstream to Durango. Uh, starting at the Gun Club Road, DNR specialists found thousands of dead fish, mostly rough fish and minnows. A pollutant could not be identified from pre uh, preliminary field tests, and the source of the fish kill has not yet been identified. DNR staff took water samples for testing <clears throat> and will continue to look for the source of the pollutant. So that's not good. Don't want to hear that. Uh, let's see. I think I'm all caught up there. 244-1350, 244-1350 if you want to call in. We got open lines. So, don't know if I'm going to make it to the fair this year. Are you going to the fair? Yeah, I've already been to the fair. You've already been to the fair? Yeah. Oh, you're working? Well, no, I, I've been helping out my dad, but uh, I've... What's your dad do, Dan? Uh, right now, he's he has, a, he has a setup for one of his businesses up there, and uh, he's just... It's just, this is his first year, so it's kind of just taking it all in. Is he in the varied industry building? No, he's right across from the Jacobson Exhibition Center. Really? What's yeah. his business? Uh, Insolites is his business. What, what is it? And Insolites is what it's called. It's a flashing insulator on that you can use to check your fence instead of having to get out and touch it, like you know, with the pliers or your hand. Yeah. So you don't have to experience that. It just so flashes when it's is going. That for, is that for cattle and stuff? Yep, for cattle to keep deer out, uh, really to kind of protect what's inside and also protect from anything coming out. Huh. Yeah, well, that's kind of neat. And it's it's really nice. A red flashing LED light, blue is a blue fixture. It can go on T-post, rebarb, wood posts. And uh, the blue color of it, we, we've kind of heard, is really really works well from the studies that have gone out there that uh, a lot of the animals don't like the color blue. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and as we've heard on this show too, you know, a blue uh, doesn't really work well with deer. And so they can at least notice that. And so that we kind of took that and used that in our, in how we made the product. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, good for your dad. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So he's, uh, he's just, uh, he's having a good time right now out there at the fair. And, uh, he's yeah, right across from the Jacobson center, right next to the carnival. So he's, he's having fun. So he's having fun. Well, that's exciting. All right. Hey, speaking of exciting Herman's fine jewelers, the every day is a fair at Herman's fine jewelers. They've, you know, you might not get to go on a ride, but Hey, you're going to get some exciting things going on out there. I'm telling you. And you know, Frank, Frank's pretty jovial. He can, he can kind of clown around with you a little bit. So you can have a little carnival time over there. 2900 University in West Des Moines. Uh, they've been helping people for 37 years, and they'll help you too. 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. If you got a special occasion coming up, they can help you with all different prices and all different kind of budgets. So they've got in-store jewelry repair, which is always helpful if you got something that breaks. 
And hey, they can even do custom design jewelry for you as well. They get a full-time jeweler back there or a gemologist or whatever you want to say. They'll take good care of you there. 222-2600, And if you got stuff that you just don't need any uh, use for anymore and you need a new rod and reel or a new bow or a set of arrows or broadheads or whatever, tree stands, you know, Hey, you need a trolling motor? They can they can help you with that. Just take your treasure down there, and chances are, since they've been around for so long, you're going to get more for your treasure than you will for somebody that's only been around. Herman's Fine Jewelers. Go check them out in West Des Moines, 2900 University. They are super nice people, and they will take great care of you. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. 244-1350, if you want to call in and say, hey. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, big event going on August 19th. When is that? Is that next week? What is today? The 10th? Two weeks. About a week and a half. August 19th, the Hunt Iowa Social Event. It's a coalition of outdoor organizations that are having an open house showcasing opportunities to get involved with the outdoors through hunting, the shooting sports, and fishing. This event uh, is going to be scheduled from 6 to 8 p.m. on August 19th at the Sailorville Fire Department at 211 Northwest 54th Avenue in Des Moines. So they're going to have a bunch of conservation groups, retailers on hand to answer questions, discuss different ways to get involved or increase hunting knowledge and skills. First 150 people will receive a coupon for a free sandwich and a drink. Attendees who pre-register will be entered in a drawing for prizes awarded during the open house. Pre-registration is available online uh, at uh, conta.cc forward slash 2SMLED. Jay. Yeah. Like people are going to be able to remember that. Uh, not everyone has a memory like you, Dan. Oh, I, I hope not. <laughs> you know, why don't they have like Iowa uh, hunt, Iowa social event.com to register? You know, that would have, that would have made more sense for me. That's what I would have done. But Hey, I don't know. What do I know? And I checked it out. There is no website like that yet. Really? Yeah. You can't go online. Do you really just did that? You yeah. did not last week. You did. Yeah. I, I typed it in. It said there was HTTPS. What is that? Semicolon or colon? Semicolon. Semicolon. Forward slash forward slash C O N T A dot C C. <laughs> Been trying to call. No one answers. Are you not watching the phones? Yeah, it's, I got nothing. Yeah. Really? Nate says he's trying to call. Nate, call back. Two four four thirteen fifty. I don't, you know, Andrew. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Yeah. Now you got the. Now you. Is it is it not flashing? Oh, there you go. <laughs> he's he, Andrew's over here trying to. He's trying to watch like three things going on. So, you know, we don't have the little strobe thing. We got to get a strobe thing in here. So when the phone rings. Uh, let's see. Where in the heck was I at? C O N T A dot C C forward slash T two numeral two S M L E D J 
period. Okay. Um, you know, or just call the DNR. They'll be able to help you with that. Uh, should be a lot of fun. What? We got, uh, we got Nate ready. Oh, for did you. he call back? Yeah, really? he called I did. back. yeah. Let's, let's go say hi to Nate. What's up, Nate? Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Well, I'm good, man. What are you doing? Oh, you know, not too much. Just, uh, listening to the show and selling bait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a question for you. Um, currently the DNR's, uh, record fish, um, deal is for public and private. Mm -hmm. Do you think they need to change that to where there's two separate columns for the people that don't necessarily have private ponds to fish on to catch that state record? Well, how are you going to, how are you going to, the, the problem is, and I hate to say this, Nate, but you know, as well as I do, there is always going to be that one person out there that's going to, you know, they, they, if you have two separate things, they might catch it in the other and then say, Hey, I caught this here. How are you going to prove, you know what I'm saying? Well, I thought they had to, the DNR had to be, if you wanted to record one, you had to be at the place where, you know, you're supposed to be anyways at the place where you catch it. Um, you know, and I, I just didn't know if that'd be something that you thought needed to be changed or, I, you I know, just, I, I think it's worth a discussion. I just, you know, I just, those guys are stretched so thin. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, I understand. And yeah. you know, it's just one of those deals that not fair to the guys who only fish for or public to not be able to attain that state record because the private ponds are just, you know, some people just have them stocked crazy that yeah. they, they're going to be pulling state records out every other fish. Nate, and, I got I got to run, buddy. I'm sorry. All right, that's all right. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, bud. Thanks, we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to our number two of Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Sorry, Nate, didn't mean to cut you off. I just had a heartbreak. I ain't got no choice, man. The computer makes me go. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I Listen, I, I think if it's a state record, you know, it should be, it should be open to uh, discussion. Well, I think that's healthy for it all. I mean, you well, got to no. have a discussion. You got to have, you got to breed some new ideas. Sometimes that has to happen. I just, you know, so people get caught all the time fudging here and fudging there. I just, you know, I just, they just had some stuff down in Missouri happen a couple months ago. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, unfortunately people, some people. They ruin it, it for the rest of us. They, they ruin <laughs> There's always that one person. <laughs> always that guy. Yeah. that Just that one person. <laughs> so I don't know. I tell you what, I, I love fishing and I, when I go fishing, I don't, I really, you know, if I ever shoot a world record deer or a turkey, or if I catch a world or a state record fish or whatever, I, I, you know what, that's awesome. I'll, you know, and I'll get it mounted or whatever, but I'm not going to sell it. It kills me. Some of these people that sell their, their mounts and stuff for a couple hundred grand. I, I'm not going to do that. I, you know, it'd be nice to have the money, but I don't want anybody to have my deer or my, my fish or my turkey. 
Well, a lot of it is that. And I'm not, I'm not work. picking on anybody. I'm not, I'm just saying for me, I couldn't do, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I know they give you a replica, but I just wouldn't do it. It's not the same thing though. No, because honestly you could take that deer, say like, say like if I shot the, the world record deer. Okay. Say if I got the new world record, instead of selling it, I would, I would contact every concert or every like the deer classic, all the deer classics around the country. And I would work out a fee to go and show the new world record. You know, you'd make that money yourself. Plus you still get to keep your deer. Yeah. You know, you get to show it off to everyone else who can respect it and like it just as Tell, much you as know, you know, and it's not about bragging. It's about, Hey, you know, oh, yeah. everybody, you know, if you want to hear the story on how this happened, cause if it was, if it happened to me, it'd be dumb luck. You know, I was sitting in my stand, checking my phone. Uh, I had the TV camera. I was looking for the neutral density filter, make sure I was all filming. And I heard something crunch behind me and I looked there and there he was. It'd be dumb luck like that. You know? No. Yeah. Not like you were, you outraced him in a foot race. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Cause trust me, it's just, I'd rather be lucky than good any day. I've always said that. And I've been blessed. I've taken some nice critters, but. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, you know, the there's uh, was it Milo the Hanson deer? He was he was just sitting on a log, and the deer came along, and you know, it's it's happened to the best of us, you know. Hey, and it happens too. Everyone everyone has to have some luck about them. I've seen some tremendously big deer. I mean, two hundred inch deer, and then I've on camera, or I've seen them one time and never seen them again. You just you it's so rare to see an animal of that caliber. I can't even imagine what a world record deer. I, I would probably first off have a heart attack, you know, I, cause I, I get all shook up when I get, when I get a big deer coming in, my knees start shaking. I get all excited, you know, I, and it's, I, I, uh, well, the last time I had a big, big deer come in and he, I wasn't going to be able to get a shot. I, he was, he was following a doe. He was on the other side of the property line. So I couldn't, there was no way for me to shoot cause I, I won't shoot over a fence. And the deer, I grabbed my grunt call and I'm sitting there burr, burr, and I'm grunting nothing. I grabbed it I, and I flipped it over and I did a, a doe bleat. I was trying to get the doe to come over and she just, she didn't care. And they did, they just kept walking. They walked pretty much straight, even with me, but 60, 70 yards on the other side of the fence. So I grabbed the camera when I know they're not going to come over and I'm filming them. I was so shook up. I didn't hit the record button. Oh, I went back no. to look at the footage and there's nothing there. And it's like, you dummy. Oh, but no. I was so, I was so shook up. I mean, I was shaking. I'll never forget that. I, and I never got a shot, but you know, that'll stay with me as long as my brain still works. I mean, it was a big deal. It was huge. Looked like an elk. You oh, know, man. it was amazing. But that was a great scene. Yeah. I'm sitting there grabbing my, you know, like I'm, you know, just come on, come on, you know, please let this work. You know, I've only had on a handful of times where I've actually grunted a deer in. Um, I've had a, I've, I've had a few deer rattled in, but it doesn't always work. You know, it's not like on yeah. TV where every time they grunt, they come in. That's, that's called creative editing. Oh yeah. That's yeah. You're, you're narrowing down a lot of the missed opportunities. You're, you're cutting that out. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes it yeah, really skilled. I mean, it's, it, it's not hundred percent. I mean, even the best ones don't get them in. Well, now Philip and Larry have better luck at it than I do. Jeff, Jeff uh, had better luck rattling than I did. You know, and you, like using a deer decoy. Yeah, you know, I've had deer decoys work great in Kansas, but they've worked marginal in Iowa. Every deer is different. They have a different behavior or a different personality. 
you know, and you want to get one that's aggressive, you know, and you know, the, if they, you know, if you challenge them, if you growl at them or, you know, that, you know, that low, that real long, low growl, um, you know, and if you can get them mad, you know, they'll come in or they, you know, they'll either going to get mad and come in or they're going to be curious and come in or they're going to totally ignore you. And I look, I look at it this way. If I'm bow hunting, if I got a deer that's, if I see a deer and he's not, I know he's not coming in, you've got nothing to lose. If they're, if they're walking away from your area, it doesn't hurt to grunt at them or, or, or uh, growl at them or uh, snort wheeze, <laughs> you know, snort wheeze at them or whatever. Cause you really don't have anything to lose if they're leaving your area. You know, most of the time I just sit there and be quiet. <laughs> I really do. I mean, what that's usually, that's usually when I have my best luck. If I'm just sitting quiet and being still, um, that's usually when, you know, that it works out for me, but, um, rattling, I've had, I had little ones come in and hey, I'll tell you another thing real quick. And I, I was talking to a guy last, uh, two days ago about this. If you hear a squirrel barking, if you're sitting there in your tree stand or your ground blind and you hear a squirrel barking, pay, get re- pay attention. You need to be alert and get ready because nine times out of 10, something's coming into that area to get, agitate that squirrel. And I've got it. I've showed it on film on the TV show where I've had a squirrel barking and a deer raised its head and it turned its ears towards where the squirrel was barking and it went to check out why that squirrel was upset. It got the deer curious. So if you got a squirrel barking, get ready because you might have a nice deer coming in. It's, you know, it really, it pays attention to be alert. It really does. Yeah. Got a head on a swivel kind of thing. (laughs) Head on a swivel. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's amazing, but yeah, I, I, you know, I would, I, I probably will never be in that situation, Andrew, uh, of ever taking a world world record, but you know, they're all records to me. They're all, I, I appreciate every animal I get. They're yeah. all trophies to me. Yeah. I think you appreciate the, each individual hunt more than, more than probably the average bear. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of bears, I got my big, my big bear. I ba- saw did that you see, up there. Did you see that? Yeah. Thanks to Dave and jo- Harv over there at Jones Brothers Taxidermy. I, I got a half, a half pedestal bear, uh, where he's coming at the half of the bears coming out of the wall and he's on a, a rock. And that was my 400, I think 425, 430 pound bear. I, I took a Minnesota up at uh, bear, a bear river guide service with Gary and Nancy. Um, I've, he's been, in, he's been, it's been a couple of years since I shot him, but man, I tell you what, that bear, that thing's huge. It makes my other bear look, the other bear next to it was a 175 pound bear, which is not a, it's not a huge bear, but it's a nice bear. A good size bear. Well, I mean, average, it's an average bear, but this one just dwarfs it. It makes it look like a cub. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just amazing, man. So, but yeah, and it would took me forever to get that thing downstairs by myself. I, w- I was going to ask you, how did you manage to maneuver that one down there? Yeah, it was heavy with that rock on there and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it was so cool when I got it up. I sat there and ooh, and then Jen got home. I said, hey, come here. I got a bear. Hey, Jenny, <laughs> I got a bear for you. Hoo-hoo. Uh, <laughs> that was classic. Yeah, I'm telling you. All right, 810 and some change. Ron from uh, La Vida Local Winery should be calling in here any second, and uh, we're going to hear about his big Alaskan trip. So that should be fun, and we'll see what he is up to. Uh, Brian Aldean, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Jay Iverson, good to see you, Jay. Tom Norris, good to see you, Tom. Nick Nicholson, or Nick Nielsen, excuse me, Nick. 
Tom Casey over there. Tom in Illinois. Good to see you, Tommy. Go Blues. Boy, the hockey season's not that far away. I talked to I talked to Joe O'Donnell at the Iowa Wild. He was telling me about some of the good things. We're, we might we might be having a couple of Iowa Wild players on the on the, as guests that like to hunt and fish. So we'll be uh, talking to them about that. So if you're a Wild fan, we'll have that coming up here in a few weeks. So, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for the Wild and the St. Louis Blues to start playing. Yeah, I like it I, again. I like it when they combine forces and come down to Des Moines. Oh, the, that was really fun. Last oh, the year. preseason. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. That was really fun. That, that's, that, that's a, I think the best way to kick off a season. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing that this year. I know. I I I don't know if they're doing it at all or not. Yeah. But, I mean, I I think if you could do that annually, I mean, you drew a lot of crowd. Oh, that was that, that was packed. It was it jam packed. And I think if you do that, I mean, that's going to be. We are the Iowa Wild. I mean, we're the we're the affiliate of the Minnesota Wild. Right. Why not? Well, I don't. I'm all for it, man. It's the only Blues I got. The game I got to see. There you, know? you go. And who won that game? Oh boy, yeah, I, think Louis, it, I think uh, Iowa did. No, it was the St. Louis Blues. Oh, did it? Yeah. You, come on, man. I'm gonna give love to the <laughs> Iowa Wild. <here. laughs> I love the Iowa Wild. They're they're my favorite local team. Yeah, they are. They are. All right, let's head over to the phones. I believe we got uh, we got Krusty on the phone. How you doing there, big boy? You're not talking to me. Oh, I'm talking to you. Yeah, Krusty. Yeah, for crying out loud! Hey, I sent you some pictures. I can't watch them because I gotta I gotta stay on the aisle, on that live feed so I can say hi to everybody. I'll look at them later. Uh, yeah. Okay, look at them later. Yeah, uh, I just got back from Alaska a week ago. Yeah, what's wrong with Krusty? That's a that's a good old Alaska name. Yeah. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine. It's on a TV show in Alaska. His name on the TV show is Krusty. How you doing? Oh, is that with a C or a K? Uh, it's with a C. With a C. Yeah. Okay. Krusty. Yep. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, uh, my winery partner uh, Tony and I went up there last week. And you, Tony, yeah, actually, was- Tony actually took you to Alaska. Absolutely, he wow. could not wait to go. He could not wait to go. Wow! He's always wanted to go up to Alaska to do some, to do some sightseeing and such. Him and his wife are going to go up there next year for a deeper foray into Alaska, up Fairbanks and up and around there. But we we uh, flew into Anchorage and uh, flew out west to a little town called King Salmon mm-hmm. and spent the night, and then got picked up by a float plane and. And flew about another oh forty five minutes. Okay, uh, wait, okay. Let me stop you. Right, you went to a town called King Salmon. Yes, that's yeah. the, that's the name of the town. That is correct. Get out of here. <laughs> the name of the town is King Salmon. Oh, you're full of beans. And we stayed at a, a little motel there called the Antlers Inn. Well, I can believe that, but I've never heard of a town called King Salmon. Are you serious? Very serious. Yeah, uh, go, right. Google it. go yeah, go go on Google Maps and go King Salmon. It'll take you right there. All right, all right, all right. I'll have to believe you then. Well, it's I'm about ju- a half hour, it's about a half hour. Well, actually, about a forty-five minute turbo prop flight from Anchorage, going straight west. You know those little puddle jumpers are they're a lot of fun to fly in, aren't they? Oh, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, you got uh, you got one stewardess. Yeah, and uh, and uh, you know you're so comfy in them. Uh huh. And then, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. So we, we uh, landed in King Salmon, spent the night, and then got picked up by a float plane and flew inland. And we were met on the river. They landed on a river called the Alagnac River. He owns a uh, the Alagnac Wilderness Camp there, 
and uh, got picked up. He uh, had to come down about a half an hour by boat to an area where they land the planes and picked us up and went back up to camp and spent a wonderful, wonderful week fishing with them up there. The, uh, the king salmon were already up on their beds. There were a few coming up river, but we didn't see many. But the uh, sockeyes had just went through, but there were so many of them. And I like to fish the tail enders anyway because they seem to me to be fresher. Yeah. So we, we fished for them, got our two-day limit of them. Caught my, ooh, I caught my first grayling. Can you imagine that? Did you? My first ever grayling. Yeah, I sent you a picture of it. Yeah, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty, a neat fish. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fish. The big dorsal fin on them. Yeah. Uh, just a fantastic fish. And caught some chum salmon, caught uh, pink salmon, caught, well, I caught, I didn't land, but I did catch a silver or a, the, the coho. And those are fun. But yeah, we had a great time. There you go. Uh, Rhonda Vanderpool is watching us on Facebook Live. Rhonda, good to see you down there in Arkansas. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate that. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, now what were you using for bait? Well, it's illegal to use live bait. Yeah. So everything everything has to be, uh, you know, artificial, of course. But it's, uh, there were uh, some wet flies that we used for the sockeyes. Uh, For the king salmon, you, we are using a fly rod, mm-hmm. uh, using a fly rod, and you are throwing uh, something that looked like a salmon egg at them because they react to that. Yeah, and you you got some fish out there in the in water three or four feet. And this water up there is so clear you can see about eight, nine, ten feet down. But usually in three to four feet of water, you'll you'll see some fish kind of kind of hold up there. And, uh, huh, one of the things that I, uh, kind of was kind of interesting was a uh, guy was taking us out on the river. He said, now we're going to go down here and fish the, the, uh, picnic table run. I go, uh, do a what? He goes, well, we're going to fish the, the, the picnic table run. Is that, is he go, talking okay. about, yeah, talking about bears? Well, no, well, no, not, not that, but, uh, well, we, uh, well bears is another story. Yeah. But, so we go down to this up, up river to this place. It's a picnic table. Mm-hmm. I said, so this is the picnic table run. He goes, yeah. So why do you call it a run? He says, well, this is where the fish are. I go, well, uh, that sounds strange to me because I don't think fish run. Don't they swim? Wouldn't it be called the picnic swim? And he kind of thought about that for a second. He started laughing. And he goes, you know, I think you're right. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. So anyway, we go to a swim instead of a run when we go fishing. Uh, but, uh, coming up river uh, and then bears, you know, uh, golly, uh, yeah, five, six, seven bears a day. Yeah, I think that, the, close, the closest we had, uh, we were on the water, and they were on on the shore there. I think we were about thirty yards away. We would not ever approach them that close if you were on land with them. No, now nice sized grizzlies. There were two big boars in the area. Uh, yeah. Probably weighed. We uh, we don't know much that much about bears. Uh, I told them out there. I said I got a friend of mine that goes bear hunting. I said his name is Outdoors Dan. I said, he goes up into Minnesota and goes bear hunting, and he says, he could look at them and tell you right now what they weigh. But he says, I, I, he thought maybe they weighed, oh, eight, nine hundred, maybe. Yeah, that's a nice size grizzly. So, uh, had, uh, you can kind of tell by the hump that they got on their back. You yeah. Know? And they all, yep. they all looked in pretty good shape. They had a really nice sockeye run this year, so they were really up on sockeye. Well, they're eating all that to get all that fat for the, for the winter and stuff. Right on. Right yeah. on. Saw one, saw one sow with four cubs. Oh, cool. And, and that was really unusual because three of them were, were looked like that they were cubs that might be 
uh, you know, well, I call it this year's hash. Uh, but the fourth one was only half the size of the other three. And I couldn't quite figure that out. Then saw another sow that had three. And they were all, I think, two-year-olds. Don't they, don't, uh, they stay with their cubs for two years? Three? Uh, I think the Cubs, I think they stay with, uh, well, you know, they're, they're in the den with them when they, it takes them a while for gestation and everything. So it could be, but you know, they push them away when they're getting ready to breed again. And you yeah, know, I mean, and it, with the grizzlies, especially you got to, well, black bears too, but, um, you got to, they, them boars, if they can get those cubs, um, you know, they'll, 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 they'll take, they'll take them out so that sow will go into heat again. So they them sows really stay away from those boars if they got cubs. Well, there was uh, there was a sow there with a couple of cubs, and a, yeah. and a big bear showed up upstream a little ways, and she went up on her hind legs. And, yeah, yeah, they're and real, the real protective. The, yeah, I never went into panic mode, but kind of turned around and went the other way. So yeah. I would imagine they know what that's all about. But, well, well, them so, sow, them, them sows will go after them big boars too. They they don't mess around. Well, you don't mess around with a any kind of a female with young. You know what I mean? Uh, I hear you. I hear you. So now how much fish did you bring back? We brought back 130 pounds. Wow. Yeah, uh, sockeyes, uh, king salmon, and some, uh, some grayling. We caught a day's limit of grayling up there. I want to try them. I, you know, I thought at one time that, uh, well, I always thought up until I went up there that, uh, saw, uh, that they were a member of the trout family. The grayling? Yeah. And, uh, and that's not true. I guess they're, uh, you know, you got the salmon family, you got, you know, five species of salmon, you got other, you got a trout family, you know, you got rainbow, you got, uh, browns, you've got cutthroat, you got brook. And here's this grayling that I always thought was a trout, but it's not. It's a, it's a very white meat fish mm-hmm. from, uh, from when I laid it out. You know, and if, if you fish for trout, you know, one of the things you've got to do when you, when you clean your fish your trout is uh, after you uh, cut open the cavity. There's this uh, blood uh, thing up at the top of the cavity. Yeah, you got to take. You got to got to take that out. Yeah, you got to get that out. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the grayling has the same thing. Now, but, see, I've never caught a grayling, Ron. So I'm a little jealous there. Now, did you take measurements so you can get a replica made? I did not. Uh, I, 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 well, I, yeah, I kicked myself uh, uh, ever since for not doing that, but. Um, I, I, I should have. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Well, no, they're, I sent you, you a picture of that one too. The first one that I ever caught. Yeah. They're no, they're beautiful fish. They really are. They're yeah. neat. Yeah. Oh, they're very they're, they're iridescent. Uh, I don't even know. can describe the color when they're in the water and the sun hits them just right. But so, the, the, the thing about the grayling is, you know, it's got everything that, that a trout has, except they have scales Yeah. and, and trout don't. No, they got and more they, of a skin. Yeah. Yeah, they got more of a skin to them, but these are noticeable scales on them. But everything about them, they got to be in cold water. They eat the same things trout does, trout do, but they're not a trout. They are a white meat fish. So yeah. that'll be interesting. I'm gonna, uh, I think I'm gonna cook up a couple of them here tomorrow, and just kind of see what uh, what they're all about as far as as table fare. Well, good. All right. So how's things down at the winery? Oh, jumping, jumping. Uh, the grapes are, are uh, turning, uh, we call it Verizon. Uh, the, the Frontenac, the Marichelle folks, the, the Leon Malo, they're all pretty much the purple color now. Uh, but it's going to take another two or three weeks for the sugar content to get up. If we can stay away from a, a real wet, 
fall. We turned into a real wet fall last year and lost uh, yeah a lot of a lot of the crop with with one variety. But uh, this weather has just been a great year for for grapes. The Japanese beetles came back. Had to get them treated. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, we're getting geared up, getting ready to to uh, to harvest, and uh, you know, people come out and enjoy what we got. It's it's been a lot of fun. Well, good. All right. Well, tell everybody where they can find you. Well, we are out here about three miles out west of Indianola on Highway 92, and you'll see the signs, uh, R57, and you'll see the trail signs lead you right to the winery. Yeah. We're cool. open today from 10 to 5, and tomorrow from uh, noon to 5, we are the uh, featured winery at the uh, fair, at the state fair this year, uh, up on the hill, Grandfather's Barn at the wine tent. We are, uh, we'll be there for three days. At the, Iowa state, at the Iowa state Fair? Yes, sir. Well, good for you. That's exciting. Are you going to have salmon jerky there for people to try? <laughs> well, now, Dan, do you like fish? I do like fish. I have fish all the time. Do you like salmon? I love salmon. Well, when you get to the winery, I, I will imbibe you with a fresh fillet of sockeye. Well, you know what? Save Just save me one so I can smoke it for Jenny. She'd love that. Oh, would you love that? Jenny would love that? Yeah, Jenny would love that, yeah. Well, you got it. You got it. And then right. I'll give you a piece of candy. You can try smoking that, too, because that's right. awesome. Also. All right. That sounds good. Hey, and uh, do the Blackberry, the Blackberry Hunting Wine still in? It's still here. It is going like gangbusters, but luckily we had a bigger crop uh, last year than uh, the years before, so we're still kind of hanging in there. It has become our number one. Okay. And, uh, so, and, and uh, just, which reminds me, by the way, what are you doing this week? Uh, this next week? Yeah, I don't know yet. Why? What you well, got? It's time to it's time to harvest honey. I've got uh, we got fourteen heights. We got to harvest honey from. So I, well, I'm, you'd be kind of fun to bit to work with the bees. Oh, you know what? I'll just leave that to you, there, buddy. <laughs> oh, Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. You can wear your little white suit and you get your little smoke gun, and you'll be fine. I, no, thank you. Come on. Yeah, I got enough problems. Well, Hey, all right, go check them out, Levita Local Winery, and uh, tell Tony hi for me. And uh, don't forget, folks, if you want to have a nice evening, they've got dinners on the deck and stuff going on uh, through our. Yeah, check, out, check out our website, levitalocalwinery.com. Go to the events button. We've got three dinners left, and uh, they all sell out. But get your reservation in. You will not be disappointed. And try that blackberry honey wine. It's awesome. So Absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll be out there in the next week or two. I need to grab some more of that. We're out. So thanks, buddy. All right, Dan. All right, buddy. Thank you much. Hey, Ron, tell Tony hi, and thank you for everything. You bet. Yeah, thank you for everything. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. 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 There he goes, Ron, at Levita Local Winery. You need to say hi to uh, David, Lance Foster. Good to see you, Lance. Bobby Hunton, uh, Hunton, Bob, sorry about that. Neil Sanders, Darren Islander, Elvis, good morning. He's running his dogs. Elvis, thank you for, uh, we appreciate that. Uh, go see Darren Islander for American Family Insurance over there in Ankeny. He'll take good care of you. And Jason Nevels, Jason, thank you. We appreciate you checking us out on Facebook Live. All right, 825 and some change. I need to hit a quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Thank you so much for making us part of your weekend. We appreciate that. All right, here he is, the man, the myth, the legend, the man who took all my money two weeks ago, smoking Joe Smelter. What's up, Joey? But you love it. <laughs> you know what? 
I do love my truck. I I I, I went in and I said, Jen, I hate to say it, but that is my favorite truck I've ever had in my life. And she goes, I was going to ask you if that is that is that your favorite one out of you know the only a couple that you've purchased from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't start. Yeah, no, I love my I love it. I took I drove uh, Riley and I went down to St. Louis. I had a meeting with the radio stations down there and. Uh, man, I think just, it drove so well on, in, uh, on the highway and I got great gas uh, mileage and yeah, everybody I've shown that truck to, they, they, it's sharp, man. I love that's, I just love the back seat being bigger, the, the bed being longer and yep. all the, all the features. And Hey, I was going to ask you now that little, that little turn knob on the left-hand side there where you got, uh, the hauler or the green flag, what is that green? When you go to the green flag, what does that do again? Oh, up on the top left, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, because it's either tow haul mode or the, the flag is what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, now what's the little speedy flag? What's that again? It's it's more kind of like a sport mode is what it is. Okay. It'll give you a little bit quicker acceleration is what it'll do. Well, I don't know why I would need that. I mean, that thing's it, it's fast enough as it is. Well, I mean, whenever you pull to the stoplight, you want to do some racing. No, I'm not going to race with that truck. But oh. no, so it doesn't give me, it's not anything <laughs> to do with gas mileage or anything. It just no. gives you a little more RPMs. Correct. Okay. All right. I was just a little sooner, a little sooner. All right. Well, I, I, like I said, I've been pretty happy with it. And you know, you didn't tell me this, but like in the, uh, in the, uh, center console box, there's a light in there, which the, mm-hmm. I never had before, which is cool, but Man, I love all my yep. I love all my plugins for you know having all my accessories. I can charge stuff, my cameras, everything. Yep. That that's got everything I would ever need in there. So I, I the lights yeah. in the bed is a lot better too than what they used to be. Well, I haven't got to use that yet. I will when I start hunting. But um, yeah. man, I tell you what, Joe, and uh, the the uh, you hit the 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 thing inside the tailgate automatically goes down and yeah, that, that's pretty. I show I was showing the folks at the Milo Locker that yesterday. They thought that was pretty neat. So. The lazy tailgate, huh? I, I'm telling <laughs> you. Just hit the button and drops it goes. Yeah, when you got your hands full, you know, you just oh, yeah. sit there and and then what? Convenient. What's the deal with um, on the doors? The little silver deal. If you got your key fob with you, you just press that and it automatically unlocks the doors. Yeah, so it's called pass entry, and you can just leave your key fob in your pocket, or if you got it in your backpack, if you're just coming out from hunting. Mm-hmm. And once your key fob's within about three feet range of you know, the door, you just hit that button and it'll actually, it'll recognize your key fob and allow you to unlock the vehicle. Gotcha. So if you do it, just, if you hit the button just once, it unlocks only the driver door. If you're at the driver's door, that is. And if you hit it twice, it'll unlock all four doors and they just do that for safety. So, okay. Well, that, that's cool. And that, and that always goes along with the touch button start that you have too. Yeah. You know, I hate, I hate to say this, but with the t- I have forgotten to shut that off. <laughs> I get out of the truck and hey, my truck's still. Oh on. yeah, yeah. And and I'm we so- used to grab a pair of keys. Did we lose? Did we just went off the air or something? Can you hear me, Joe? Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. I can't hear. Uh, pop my mock down and up again. You there, Joe? Yep, I'm here. Okay, that was weird. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, we're good. We had a something, something just happened really weird. So no, I, that thing works great. Um, awesome. Yeah, you just uh, you just got to uh, you just got to get used to all the different controls and stuff on there. And 
But no, I told everybody I got a great deal. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, no, that's good. I appreciate that too. All right. Well, yep. so what you got going on this week? Uh, this week we've got big incentives for the month because I was, yeah, I was off last week. I spent time with the kids um, since the wife was gone. Um, there's 0% financing available out on some of the vehicles, of course, um, even even like your cars. So if you're looking for cars, uh, we got cruises and Malibus that have 0% financing for 60 months or 0.9% financing for 72 months. Um, you know, if you're looking for a, a good electric car, too, we still have some bolts as well, too, and they have 0.9% financing. Uh, so the incentives are very, very good, you know, across the board, you know, if you're looking for a car, truck, uh, or SUV. So and inventory is great, and we're getting a bunch of inventory, you know, every single day that uh, we come into work. So Yeah, well, I think I got like nine grand in uh, rebates and stuff when I bought mine. So if there's some great yeah, deals. Huh? You have a ton of rebates, especially, you know, and that brings up a good point because, you know, if, if you're leasing a vehicle, you get extra rebates and you don't even have to get out of your lease to get that rebate. It's just, you know, as long as it's within the family or within the household, mm -hmm. uh, you can get an extra rebate or two on the specific vehicle that you're looking to purchase. So, Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, are you working today? Yep. I'm here today. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring that key by when I, I got a, I'm doing a seminar at Sportsman's at 10 o'clock. So when I get done doing that, okay. I'll, I'll drop that key off for you. Sounds great. All right, buddy. Tell them where they can find you. 1101 Southeast Oral Labor at The Rock. And I'll be here till 6 p.m. today. All right. Thanks, Joe. Yep. Thank you. Bye-bye. There you go. Smoking Joe Smelter. Good deals. All right, uh, what are we at? We are at 8.36 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. I need to tell you about the fine folks in Advanced Family Dentistry. Are, are you new to the area? Are you just got here? Or are you looking for someone new for you and your family for a dentist? Well, if you have uh, those situations going on, can I refer you to my friends at Advanced Family Dentistry in Ankeny? I've been going there for a couple of years now. They're just super nice people. Especially Dr. Scott, Obi-Wan Kenobi Yagi. Now, why do I call him Obi-Wan Kenobi? Because I have, um, or had, a really bad fear of going to the dentist because of something that happened to me when I was a kid. And I, you know, I went in there and uh, he, uh, Scott introduced himself when I got in there. And he, uh, my, uh, Jen told me that, uh, that, you know, they've been his, her family's dentist for a long, long time and they do a great job. And Scott came in there and put his hand on my shoulder and used the force to calm me down. He just said, it'll be all right. Don't worry about it. We got you covered. And I had a very pleasant experience as much as you can have going to the dentist. And I just don't have a fear of going to the, to seeing the folks at advanced family dentistry since my first visit. And I was so happy with it. I talked to him and said, Hey, I want to promote you guys. You guys do such a great job. And, uh, I've just had nothing but great experiences there. I've had several procedures done myself, cavity, uh, I've had a couple crowns of root canals and, uh, as bad as they'll sound, they weren't that bad because the fine folks at advanced family dentistry were so gentle and caring when they did the procedures. It really was as comfortable as possible there. They're going to do the same for you. They can do excellent care for cleanings, uh, cavities, root canals, Invisalign. You want the smile you've always wanted. They can help you with that. Uh, any kind of teeth issue or cosmetic dentistry, they can do all that for you. Dr. Uh, Brant's there to take care of you, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Williams, and of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. All of them can do a great job for you, and they will if you give them a chance. They can even help you with sleep apnea there at Advanced Family Dentistry. They're located at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny. You give them a holler 
at 515-964-1490. That's 964-1490. Or you can go online and check them out at AnkeniSmiles.com. They've been voted uh, best, best dentist office or best pra- dentist practice for years there in the Ankeny area. And there's a reason for that. It's because they do such great things at Advanced Family Dentistry. And you know what they say when you leave? They say, may the floss be with you. Hey, we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right. That sound can mean only one thing. The uh, most un- <laughs> Whoa. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge is up on deck. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, you're more than welcome to give us a call. 244-1350, 244-1350. Just make sure you're 18 years of age or older, and you can come down to the studio and pick the stuff up. We That's all we ask. One, one, one winner per household every 30 days. And we'll go from there. So... Andrew's over there lining everybody up. Uh, thanks to Smoking Joe for helping us out with that Carl Chevrolet report. We appreciate that. I'll be at Sportsman's Warehouse today from 10 to 11. I'm going to be hiding. Just come out and find me if you find me. And uh, if you want a Milo Deer Certificate for a free um, a free uh, deer processing, come out and see me. I'll have a bunch of those with me, and we'll hook you up, and we'll go from there. Let's go to the phones, and we're going to go say hi to Mark real quick. Mark, good morning. How are you today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. What are you up to? Um, not, I'm not scraping that garage today. <laughs> not, well, there you go. There you go. Now, hey, now you called last week. Did you? Didn't, I know, uh, but what? I tell you what, I was too early anyway. So no, I no. checked my calendar. Well, no, but you're now, you're okay. Now I'm on time. You're on time. Okay. Well, no, did we're, did we tell you to call back for because of the prize or something? I can't remember. No, because I didn't know what kind of spinner. Oh, there you go. Okay, I knew there was something in there, so I'll try and make it easy for you today. All right. Now, here's what we got for prizes this week. We've got a Cookies Barbecue Grill Pack. Uh, That's worth uh, $16. Uh, We've got two passes to the Banner Range down there for $17. And we got that Great Workshop Sharpener for $15. So that's what we got to give away today. You got the Banner Range? Yeah, the, the gun range down there. Yeah, I'll take those. Well, you got to win them. I just can't get them. I'll try to win them. Okay, here's your question. Are you ready? Ready. Give me one of the three names for a spinnerbait blade. It's what you (laughs) asked me last week. I'm just kidding, Mark. I'm just teasing you. All right, you want a hunting or a fishing question? Oh, let's go hunting. Now, see, now, see, did you listen to the show last week? Because if you listened, I you got the answers. I should just give you. I know. I yeah. heard them, but I didn't remember. Yeah. I had brain surgery a couple years ago. Well, that's. I'm sorry to hear that. All right. Now, you would say hunting or fishing? Uh, let's go hunting. Well, you want to go hunting. What kind of hunting do you want to go? Uh, turkey hunting. You want a turkey 17 hunt? 17 feathers on the tail. Okay. No, it's not 17. See, so you would have got that wrong, too. 16, I know. It's not 16 either. It's 18. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's 18. I'm just trying to help you, Mark. I'm trying to help. You're doing all right. Okay, all right. I'm going to give you a turkey hunting question. Are you ready? Okay. All right. On average, how many eggs does a hen turkey have in her clutch on average? Oh, boy. Is it 1 to 5, 9 to 10, 11 to 13? I say nine to ten. 
Is that your final answer? I guess. Ding, 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 ding. Nine to ten is about average. All right. I lucked out. I guess that one. <laughs> well, that's all right. All right. You got those two gun passes down to uh, the banner range. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you much. Hey, now, Andrew's going to call you back. Make sure you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got right. it. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks, Dan. Uh, bye-bye, Mark. All right. There goes Mark. All right. 244-1350. if you want to call in. We've got uh, that fielded guided sharpener. That's a great tool. That Everybody that is in the outdoors should have that in their pack or their tackle box. You can sharpen your knives, your broadheads, axes, uh, uh, hatchets, you, machetes, you name it. You can, you, can, you can sharpen it with that sharpener. It's a great tool. Or we've got that Cookies Barbecue Grill Pack, which has got a couple bottles of sauce and some seasonings in there. So 244-1350, 244-1350, and we'll get you on there. So I know I talked to speed down at the speed has been so busy down at the uh, fair, man. He is just, people are just wanging him down there. I've so wanted to walk up there and just go, Hey speed, just talk to him. Yeah. Well he does. I mean, he's busy. I mean, he's got people lined up to go in and they give free samples, which is nice. And you know, that's always, that's always a fun thing. So <laughs> Did we miss a call? Two four four thirteen fifty two four four thirteen for trivia. We do. Uh, we just missed somebody there. So open lines. Go ahead and call us, and we'll get you right on. So uh, no, Speed's going to be down there. Uh, he's right at there at the at the grand. Is it the Grand Gate? Is that the Grand Street? Yes, I guess uh, just a little ways down there. He's kind of on one side of the Carnival. Yeah. So you got the Carnival. Did they, they move him? He's not. Wasn't he right there by the gate? I'm gonna have to ask him if he got moved again. I uh, he may, it may he may have moved. I saw him kind of by that carnival area. Did you? Yeah, huh. a little huh. ways down there, but it's closer to the grandstand than it is the other end. But still, really in that area, huh? Well, I don't know. That's that's unusual. Here, I tell you what. Here, uh, see that mobile number? Call him real quick, and let's see if we can get him on real quick. All right. You got that number? Yeah. Here. I, hang on, I got to hand Andrew my phone. Yeah, just dial it from the phone, Andrew. You don't have to write it down. Just dial it from the phone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I already told you about the outdoor event on the nineteenth. Yep, that's good. Uh, Jones Brothers Taxidermy is going to be two four nine four three six two two four nine four three six two. If you need to get something taxidermy uh, they'll do a great job for you i just got my bear back and i'm telling you what it is absolutely awesome so i appreciate uh harv and dave for doing that bill hansen good to see you thanks for watching us on facebook uh i think we're gonna make contact with speed real quick here and we'll see if we can get him on for just a second and uh oh uh had somebody text me that i will hunt social events august 19th it's going to be at the sailorville fire department 211 Northwest 54th Avenue in Des Moines. So, all right. I think we got Speed. Let's go ahead and say hi to him real quick. Speedmaster, are you on the line? You betcha I'm on the line. All right. Where are you at at the fair? Did they move you again? Oh, I'm back. I'm back in my old spot that I've been. Uh, okay. But I where I was for like 20 years, right inside the Grand Avenue gate. Okay. Uh, right right on the south side of it well that's what i thought andrew said he thought he saw you over by the carvinal i said no, i don't think so we better call and make sure so you you're back on the grand gate yeah i'm right on the grand avenue gate right uh, right off to the south side when you come in we're sitting facing east and west and uh 
and uh, we're serving up a bunch of goodies today. What do you got? You got you got. Oh, we got the, uh, we got uh, those pork burger patties that Hy-Vee makes up with yeah. the uh, barbecue sauce already in them, and then we're doing stir fry with the Korean sauce. Oh, that's and good. We're also, and we're also sampling up uh, Hormel boneless loins. Well, that man, the, well, you don't even need to eat lunch. Just go out to go out to the sample wagon, huh? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we do sampling from ten to four. Ten to four, and, and, and free, and they're free, and that's as low as we're going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, hey, and folks can buy cookies products there too, can't they? Oh yeah, yeah, we, we're running some special price on. We've got uh, all of our sauces out here available to purchase, and and if they buy too much, I'll be the first to stop them. All right, yeah, I tell you, and you know what you always say: keep them in the sauce, right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Keep in the sauce, the sauce without the hangover. Cookie <laughs> sauce, that is. All right, I'm going to let you go. I know you're busy. I just wanted to make sure yeah. we knew where you were. Yep, yep. Thanks, Dan. All right, thanks, Peter. Yeah, have a good one, buddy. You too. There he goes. Uh, there, the One of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Mr. Speed right there. All right, 244-1350. We still got two prizes if you want to call in for trivia. So, got to make them quick, though, because I don't want to take them home. So I'll even give you the first question. Where would you find a village called King Salmon? And if you just listen to Ron, you will know the answer to that. It's actually a town. He said it's a town, but it could be a village. So if you listen. What what do you define as village versus town? I I don't know. I mean, 244-1350, 244-1350. I mean, all they got to do is say it's where Ron just went to. I mean, that's the easiest question I could give. I mean, he's laying it there on a silver platter for you guys. Yes. And he did. Well, he didn't catch a silver salmon. He caught a King salmon. Okay. And And a grayling. Yeah. Your phone's ringing. There you go. All right. So, uh, we got three minutes. Hopefully we can get both these prizes out. We've got that cookies grill pack. with got two bottles of sauce and some steak seasoning in there. And then we also have uh, that uh, work sharp sharpener. So if you're if it's ringing, just don't don't hang up. Andrew will get to. He's just trying to white uh, get everything written down and stuff. So we got there. Yeah, I think we got all the lines are lit now. So all right, I'm uh, just waiting on Andrew. Let's see. Let's go talk to uh, Ken. I believe Ken's on the line. Let's go say hi to Kenny and see what he is up to. Ken, good morning. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? I'm good. Ken, where was uh where was King Salmon at? Alaska. Uh ding ding ding. You got it. Hey, do you know do you want the grill pack or the sharpener? The sharpener. You got the you got the work sharp sharpener. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for listening. I appreciate that. You have a blessed day. You too, buddy. Thank you. All right, if you want that cookies barbecue grill pack, otherwise I'm gonna give it to Andrew because he's got a family. Two four four thirteen family. <laughs> Family two four four thirteen fifty. Yeah, this. Hey, uh, what was that number? Two four four. Family. Family. Yeah, I'm losing it. Two four four thirteen fifty. If you want to call in, we got. Uh, oh, we got to take a break. Do we? Really? All right, we got to go. We'll be right back. It's outdoors, Dan, on thirteen fifty ESPN. All right, welcome back to 1350 ESPN. I can't believe it, but uh, we're done. Our, we are out of time. Uh, thanks for everybody. I want to appreciate, uh, say thanks to Ron for calling in and Andrew Harris and Speedy for everybody listening. Uh, be safe out there. If you need to get a hold of me, go to outdoorsdan.com. And uh, hopefully we'll be back again next Saturday, 7 to 9, God willing. And until then, 
Keep it here on 1350 ESPN. See you, everybody.